heck are you? How the heck are you? How the heck are you? We're going to do a podcast. So let's get a little deeper into your story, shall we? Who are you? How that? That becomes a sticky wicket. <laughs> <laughs> let's get back to that. What is it that you're curious about? We could run the world. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's crumble up some falafel for you. Boom, 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 boom. It's been a whirlwind for you. What is it that supercharges you about this? Lots going on, lots coming up. Or is that too many stuff that I asked you? No, not too many questions. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to Mind Your Own Business, the Chamber podcast. I'm Mo Bellavo, Executive Director of the Chamber of Greater East Hampton. And this is the podcast where I get to sit down with chamber members, local business owners, local thought leaders, entrepreneurs, innovators, and find out who they are, what they do, and why they do it. Um, I would like to thank East Hampton Media, our our e-media, as they are known as um, today, um, these days, um, our partner in this project. Um, I would like to thank especially Jeff Mastriani, executive director, Jeff, um, I'm sorry, Ryan Arnold, production coordinator, and Tim Riley, operations manager. And we have Jackson interning here with us today. So that's pretty exciting. So we love being here. Uh, We thank you for all that you do and how great you make us all look and sound. Um, Today, uh, we have with us as our guest for episode four, loan originator, um, Applied Mortgage, Mortgage, um, which is a branch of Harbor One. Mm -hmm. Lindsay Labonte, did I pronounce that correctly? That's correct. Excellent. So let's get right into this. I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) How the heck are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Just coming back from a little bit of extra maternity leave. Nice. Congratulations. Thanks. Thank you. Your your expanding family. Yeah. We have a four month old and a 21 month old, I guess would be the math. So two under two, as they say. Yeah. And the weather's changing. Mm -hmm. I always, you know, whenever I think of babies and I think of the summertime and they're just like, oh my God, they have to be so hot. Yeah. (laughs) Those little babies, so hot. Yeah. So when the weather's changing, I think they... I don't know why I think this. I don't have children of my own. I have no clue. But (laughs) Well, we had a winter baby and a summer baby. Uh, There you go. We got to see both both angles. So that's where my brain goes. So let's just dive in right into this, shall we? Um, Who are you? Who are you, Lindsay Labonte? That's a great question. Well, kind of what we were just talking about, especially now balancing adding a mom into my, being a mom into my identity too. But right. uh, professionally, I manage Applied Mortgage in Northampton. That's been a huge part of who I am because my dad owned the business originally, right. um, I think since 1987, before I was born. So, oh, wow. Um, so I grew up really doing what I do. And mm-hmm. so the separation, I guess, or the distinction of who I am, I mean, a lot of it is Applied Mortgage. It's the brand that I that that raised me, really. Right. Um, so in addition to helping people with financing on their houses, which is what we do at Applied Mortgage, we also do a lot of volunteering in the community. Right. And um, and when I'm not doing that, I, I've got my awesome family, my two little girls that we were just mm. talking about, my husband. We live right here in Southampton, and um, we just like to try to you know, find really now family activities to do in the community. Right, right. So speaking of the community, um, I know that community is very important to you. And I thought maybe you could share a, a little bit of what your community efforts are sure. and what that all means to you. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, so um, we're, we've been involved over the years through Applied Mortgage in 
many different organizations. I mean, usually there's probably at least 30 mm. organizations a year that we're supporting, whether it's, um, you know, time, talent, or treasure, they say, right? Donating, volunteering, or helping out in some other capacity. Um, so I guess for my own kind of hat right now. I'm really involved in many of the chambers, right. East Hampton, Northampton, Amherst, and Franklin County. Um, and then also I serve on the United Way board, um, the recently merged Franklin and Hampshire right. County United Way. And yep. that kind of gives me a nice parallel from the business world to also the the nonprofit sector there too. Yep. So um, I love serving on event committees, especially. That's always a lot of fun to see that come together. I just helped uh, with Pat over at Pink and Paris as the chair for the Cooley Golf Tournament. Oh, right, on which that. is on that Monday. Was a huge event that just happened this right. week. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, you'll find me a lot of times doing anything like that that I can get out and talk to people and help something great come together. Yeah, and the he- and the weather held out nicely on Did. Monday for that, didn't it? We had it? a little bit of rain at the very end. Very but end. it was literally on our last hole that it started. So Very end. It was perfect. And, you know, I I, I, I was just came to my mind was, um, you know, speaking of community and businesses, um, you uh, were very gracious. Uh, Applied Mortgage was very gracious. Um, with some donation dollars to help support our small business oh, yeah. sustainability grant yeah, during, during COVID. So, that's right. and that was very yeah. generous and it was very, very um, well appreciated well, amongst the community. You're welcome. And also thank you because that's, we, we really feel like giving back to the community who supports us too, right? right? We're all connected right. together, whether right. it's businesses or nonprofits or just people. We're right. all people. And it was a wonderful um, collaboration and partnership um, that you invited the chamber to participate with you in. So yeah. we thank you for that well, opportunity too. Yeah. <laughs> um, so tell me, what um, what areas within your business, within your industry, do you consider yourself to be an expert? An expert? It's hard. It's hard to think of myself as an expert, but well, uh, we do, thank you, we do residential financing. So what does that mean? What anytime, does that mean? Yeah. Anytime you want to buy a house that you're going to own in your own name. So rather than a business, we don't do business financing, but if you're a person and you want to buy a house, we can help you. It can either be your own home that you're going to live in or a property that you're going to rent out to other tenants as, as long as it, they're people, not businesses. Um, so, so okay, yeah. yeah. So I would say what I love the most, um, I guess, which would make me feel like an expert is the strategy side of it. Uh, we help people from all different spectrums of the home buying process, whether they're first time home buyers or they're buying somebody today is buying their 13th property. So there's a lot of strategy that goes into figuring out how do you fit that huge goal of owning a home into the rest of your life goals and the mm-hmm. rest of your financial goals. Um, so, you know, it's more than just you hear a lot of ads on TV now, right, that are like, get a mortgage in 20 seconds. Well, you can do that, but I mean, this is a huge piece of your life. So we like to really get the whole strategy behind it and figure out the best way it's going to fit into everything else that's going on. Right, right. So, you know, in addition to residential mortgages, I mean, there's other um, other areas of expertise, perhaps, within your organization. 
Um, you, you know, you're involved with a lot of other things now that you're managing. Yeah. And so maybe you can talk a little bit about those expertise. Definitely. Yeah. So um, I, I do wear a lot of hats within the organization. And now that I'm managing a big staff too, that's been a shift. Like I said, my dad owned our company originally, and then I took over the management from him. How, I mean, and how is that for you too? I mean, you're you know, um, at the, at, I would, you know, I'm much older than you are. So I consider you I to don't be, know that. Yeah, well, I do. But, you know, <laughs> just starting off in your life. Yeah. You know, and you've yeah. got a lot of responsibility and a lot of things going on. And, yeah. how to, and so in addition to those pieces that I don't want to cut you off from, but no, sharing, okay. me, sharing with me those like, pieces of expertise, but how do you feel about You want to get into piece? my emotions as well as my skills. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's been... Awesome, I have to say. My dad and I have a great relationship. My mm, my uh, my mom worked with us for a little while. My brother worked with us for a little while. So we like to say the applied mortgage family is how we feel about our ourselves. Obviously, our staff, our customers, and mm. that's that's real. So um, taking on all that responsibility, I started really early with with my dad. I was sixteen. I used to go and get his salads. That was like my literally my job. Right. Answer the phone, <laughs> file papers. Um, and then I just kind of started doing other things. And I really found quickly that I, I really liked the um, organizing and efficiency side yep. and more of the management side of things, which I always joke that he just couldn't get rid of me at that point because I decided to meddle with pretty much every system he had in place and try to make it better. Nice. Um, but thankfully, he always said that I worked with him, not for him. And so he always allowed me to to be on that, you know, kind of Level. equal playing field. Yeah. As long as I – I mean, he also had serious – like, I could not be late. I had to right. dress the part. Well, you know what it reminds me of? I, I recently uh, had the opportunity to um, talk with Johnny um, oh, yeah. Daniele from um, Nini's. Nini's. And he yeah. also grew up yeah. within – a family business. And he talked about how, you know, his dad was very much, um, you know, he had to start from the bottom mm -hmm. and work his way up. Yeah. Right. So yeah. he was wa busing, washing dishes, chopping, whatever. Right. And so, you know, you're running and going to get salads yeah. and lunch and stuff. Right. Really is kind of the same thing. Yeah. It teaches you um, a lot of different things. Right. The core of yeah. the business and, and what matters too. I mean. Right. All the different pieces of the puzzle have to come together, right? Yeah, for and it to work you out. know what? It's not just running to get salads, right? It's 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 you know while you were doing that, others were able to continue exactly. doing the work that they needed to be doing during the day. So it was right. it was equally, I think, as important. important. Yeah, 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 definitely. So yeah, so that's been that's been great. I mean, I uh, stayed locally so that I could work in the business. I went to UMass. I went to um, Western New England. You know. Got my schooling done, but was always involved and always working. And so even though I'm younger in my life, I have 16 years of actually being a part of the business community and, and doing that. And, and it does kind of – it. I do sometimes have this funny pull because – I am young, so yeah. sometimes my life doesn't always line up to what my career needs me to be doing. Mm -hmm. um, definitely, I felt that in, you know, now raising a young family. It's yeah. like I have to figure out, you know, which pieces of the puzzle I like to to do. Or not that I like to do the most, but where I can put my energy now. Yep. It's yeah. very different. Are you, do you think you're becoming more aware of how much energy dollars, how many energy dollars you have? Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, for like, sure. You know, you're talking about finance and how um, home purchasing is is a huge 
piece of investment. Yeah. But there's, you know, you have your energy too. So yeah. there's only so much of that that you yeah. can expend and prioritizing where you want that to Definitely. be. Definitely. I think it's made me a lot more um, empathetic, I guess, or yeah. sympathetic to just what's going on, right, in, in people's lives. I mean, everyone, this is one of the things now as a manager that I'm constantly coaching my staff with is like we're buying a house can sometimes feel just like a transaction mm. and that's not how we want it to feel because it's a huge piece of of people's lives and their emotions and um people have other things going on right like you cannot always show up a hundred percent to our particular capacity you know getting out of my car today right I'm like where's my spit up where what right. did I did I you know forget to do Wipe something off myself <laughs> yeah because I have kids now so in a way just Personally, it's kind of nice for me who was like such a type A person that now yeah. I'm like, okay, give yourself some grace and give others grace too because yes. everybody's got a lot that's right. going on. Right. That's interesting. Nonetheless, through the whole pandemic that we just dealt with right. too. I, mean, that's, I think that's interesting. The words that you just chose to to use is grace. And I've, I've been trying to integrate that into my, yeah. you know, how I'm navigating through the world, mm-hmm. you know, and um, my response. Yeah. Exactly. We all have a choice in the way that we show up and how we respond to things. Mm-hmm. I definitely believe that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. So um, what is something that you wish others, the general public, knew about your expertise that maybe they don't know? I think uh, more about our approach. So like this conversation that we're having right now that's that is real mm. is the way that we approach helping people with their mortgage financing. And and sometimes that doesn't, it's like, wait a minute, numbers are numbers. I need a mortgage. Give me a loan. Right. But I really do believe that the way that you set up your, your, your whole financial picture, it, it, it needs to empower you going forward. And a mortgage is usually the biggest debt that somebody has, right? So if that if, if a home buyer isn't comfortable around that huge life decision, it could potentially throw off many other things in right, the rest right. of their life. Um, so, you know, if you go to an, a, a bank or a lender or whatever, um, everybody has different loan programs. We tend to have more because we're specifically focused on being a mortgage lender. That's what we do. And in addition to that, we also really want to get to know people and help them and make sure that everything fits in correctly there too. So right. so the expertise of having all, you know, many different options. And when I say different options, I mean like a lot of people are calling now about renovating houses. Can right. we do a construction? Can we renovate? Can we pull money out of this house in order to buy this house? Can we do that? Like, yes, that whole strategy and also an approach that hopefully feels comfortable. Right. And empowering. So when my husband and I um, first got together, we had a home in um, – Russell. And we purchased that home, but it was a type of loan where the rehab dollars that we would need because it was it was a foreclosure and it just yeah. it needed a lot of it was incorporated into and there was a 401 some kind of 203k. Thank you. I, I want to say 401k. Your first house. Yeah. You just yeah. went for it. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yep. And um but it was great because we were able to bring it back up to yeah. par. Yeah. Um, and not have to worry. I mean, we had our budget, but yeah. you know, it was yeah. it was really great. Not That's like awesome. oh, we just got this house for really cheaply, and now what? 
Right. You right. know? Yeah. All the cabinets were thrown down into the basement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know, and so you were able to, was it a total yeah. gut job that it needed? Yeah, pretty much. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. It must have been so cool to see it come together. It was. It was. Wanted. It's not something I would like to do again. I was going to say that's you. I'm over it. <laughs> a lot of times, I always laugh because people call because HGTV, everybody yeah. wants to flip a house. And no. then once they get into the you know nitty gritty of doing it, it's it's tough. You've got to have a, a great builder to help or a good contractor. No, no. When, yeah. we, when we moved to East Hampton and we just recently, about four years ago, we did our kitchen and um, I was the subcontractor for that. And now... I mean, it was great. It was fine, and I did it. But I'm, yeah. I'm over that too. Yeah, there's a lot of steps. I'm so over it that yeah. I don't even want to paint. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Somebody will come and help me paint. I won't be not be doing painting. Yeah. Well, I don't like painting either. So. Done. Well, the sad thing is, the sad truth is, is that my father, when I was young, had a painting business, mm-hmm. pa- painting and wallpapering. Wow. And I would help him paint. So I got really good at cutting in uh, trim and really fast. Mm-hmm. But I hate it. Yeah. Well, now I know who to call. Not me. No. (laughs) Not me. Um, So what is the best part of your role at Applied Mortgage? So right now, I would say because I've shifted over the last few years to being more of the manager. um, What does that mean to you? That I've made that shift? You know, the word manager. Oh. You know, like I just – I'm sensing that it means something a little different for you than it might for traditionally for a lot of people. Yeah, well, and how you approach that? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean to throw you a curveball. But. No, that's okay. I uh, was sort of going there. It's more of maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. The coaching people is mm-hmm. what I feel like, um, yes. and trying to make everybody feel. We really try to make our staff first of all feel like their family because that's how we want the whole, all of our customers to feel. And right. so I think a lot of what I've been doing recently um, is more coaching and mentoring and learning those leadership skills that mm-hmm. are that are tough mm-hmm. <laughs> um, to always, you know, get up and be that person that's the, mm-hmm. the rah-rah and, you know, keeping, out, keeping the ship going in the right direction kind of thing. Right. Um, I worked a lot with Colleen Delvecchio, who nice. I met actually through the workshops that you've done. Nice, She's great. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. And um, so figuring out, you know, basically my vision and helping helping to to coach the team to be along mm-hmm. in that vision and, and making them all feel good, right? Because I think we're in a really interesting time with this whole work from home movement where a lot of companies are moving toward more flex hours. Yep. I'm getting totally off tangent no, of your question. No, but, no, no, you're not. But it's it's kind of this whole new way that what does employment mean? What do jobs well, look like? Well, that's exactly the conversation that's going on all over the place. Exactly. And it's completely different. Yeah. And how is it, you know, for you, like coaching th- folks through that and right. helping them find their way? Right. What does that mean to you? Yeah. And well, you know, I just hope that it, it brings them ha- more happiness too and mm-hmm. a better life. And, um, you know, obviously financially because I'm employing them, but also just in a better kind of mentality that they have too. Because certainly I'm seeing it now as a new mom where – my kid gets sick, I have to go bring her to the doctors. And I think that there was a lot less flexibility around that, whereas, you know, we try to really let people mm-hmm. live their lives too. And I and I believe that makes them show up better for work, right? And then ultimately serve our customers better because too. they're happy. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Do you – I know that you have shared that, um, you know, your dad had started the business and it was, family was always a focus. Mm. 
for him as well. Um, and how do you do you feel like your management um, goals and style? How do they differ from your dad? Like, what's yeah. that? What well, has that? And I don't want to say different, but it's more of like I feel like an evolution. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it yeah. evolves. Yeah. To a different and right grows into a more. Yeah. I don't want to say better than, but, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's like, I'm just laughing because I um, – so as he has transitioned into, you know, whatever his – What is his role? Retirement is. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> he uh, – so <laughs> I got him new business cards, and he's business development manager is what we – whatever. Everyone needs a title, right? Right. But I was laughing because I was thinking of that, and I was like, here's your demotion, Dad, right? <laughs> but yeah, he bye. loves it. So, yeah, so he um, – my dad's very much a lead by example kind of person. He yes. firmly believed that if he got up in I the morning, spent, you know, 80 hours in the office. I mean, he's just the kind of guy that's always there mm. physically and um, present and puts his whole energy into everything. And that – and community, I mean, he's still – so what he's doing now primarily is continuing to serve on all the boards, committees, nice. volunteer th things that he likes to do. Um, and it's really nice to see that happening for him too, because I feel like I'm helping him get to his own retirement goals, which right. is really great. And at the same time, it's allowed me to, to answer your question, take on, a, you know, shape things a little bit more in the way that I right. like to do things too. And I think bringing in that technology piece, I mean, there's just been such a drastic change in every industry. But when I started, we had, um, those carbon copy papers. Right. That's how people applied. Yeah. Like there was a big um, cabinet of drawers and you'd go yeah. and you'd take them all. And, you know, now everything's e-signed. So it's very different. So I said to someone the other day, right, I was going to get them some copies. And I said, you probably don't even know this word because you're so young, but <laughs> mimeograph. Do you under, do you know what that is? Nope, so that was exactly. pre-photocopies. Okay. Pre-zero. You know, it was yeah. like you roll it through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can it's envision ancient, it. Ancient. <laughs> we did have a typewriter at one point in yeah. the office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so shifting um, shifting that, but while still maintaining the core values that, that – the brand was built on Correct. through my yeah, dad. Yeah. And, you know, technology enhances the customer service, doesn't replace it, is kind <clears throat> of what we always try to aim for. So there's definitely differences there. Um, and I'm also just – I like things to always run <coughs> smoothly. So not not that he didn't at all by any means, but um, just different – my staff probably would be like, yeah, you're a micromanager. Right. That's the piece where I'm where I think it can be a good thing, but I also have learned to let go. Yeah. And, and do you go like delegate. Ooh. do you go like, ooh, when Some, you hear that somebody say that? Yeah, like, that ooh, I'm a wow. micromanager. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> sort of, but then no. at the same time I'm like, Yeah, but it's because I care, right? I, I know. I care about right. the brand and so Well, and it's been it's not just you know, the brand has been around for a long time. Mm -hmm. So you know, it takes a long time to build that up, but it doesn't right. take very long to take it down. Right, right. Yeah, and everything everything matters. So, right? yeah. I know. Yeah. Everything. I yeah. mean, down to, you know, what you got on print. And right. Exactly. Yeah, no, And I we do it. care. I mean, care deeply about that. Yeah. And, and I think that's a, a difference. I mean, I think that just comes from being an entrepreneur and having it be something that, that really matters. And, and you don't always get that from other lenders, especially because – it's not, you know, their right. life. Right, <laughs> like right. I probably need to go to talk to a therapist about separating the business right. from life, right? Like that's how ingrained. <laughs> Work-life balance. I <laughs> what know is it's, that again? Yeah. Right, I know. Yeah. Um, 
So you talked a little bit about what um, is the best part of your role at Applied Mortgage. What is it that you don't like the least, what you what you like the least? What I don't like? Um, I It's tough for me to say. Um, I would say probably when I feel like I can't help somebody yet, right? Oh, like, I like that. We always, I can't help somebody yet. yet. Yeah, we always make a plan. I love that. Um, but it's not, it, it's hard. It's hard to have that conversation, especially in this market right now where rates have gone up dramatically over the last year, home prices have gone up dramatically, rents have gone up dramatically, right? So what's the <clears> alternative <throat> if, if you can't buy, you know, rent's crazy too. So it's hard to have those conversations with people when you know that they're doing everything that they can mm. and they're trying to set themselves up for a success. Um, and sometimes it's just not quite there yet, but we, I said yet because we do always like to try to make right. a plan so that they can do something in the future. But I can't control everything, right? No. I can't control the market. I can't nope. control the house prices. So I think just letting go of that control is is tough for me, right? And especially because it's impacting people's lives. Well, and it's a sense of responsibility too, right? right. So there's probably a couple of different layers around that one, right? Uh, right. Item. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, inventory is such a huge problem right now, and um, there's so much demand for housing, and mm. you know, the way to slow down demand is what they're doing, raising interest rates so that. Not as many people are able to buy, but again, that sucks. That's a hard conversation to have. If if they were looking for a house last summer, right. their payment might be six hundred dollars a month more this year, and so right. that that does take some people out. Right. But um, and but you can't just magically make inventory appear. Well, right. And it's amazing too that you know my husband and I have been here in East Hampton for it'll be seven years this December, and. We were looking for over a year prior to finding. Mm, yeah. So, yeah. and I and I think that we had just gotten in as it just really started to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, East Hampton has been absolutely crazy. And that's the other piece too is that this has been um, a, a problem, low inventory, high demand since before the pandemic. And then the pandemic just kind of heightened things because people were nervous. They didn't want to necessarily move right. out of their houses when you couldn't leave your house in the right. first place. Right. So <laughs> there's still the backup there and builders are backed up because of their labor and supply chain issues. So it's not like we're seeing tons and tons of new houses all the time. So right. yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's tough to have those conversations with people um, mm. and just kind of paint the reality of the situation. Right. When again it's like, you know, they're 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 really in it. They really are Yeah. You know. Look at there. Yeah. So is it more um so how do you keep yourself full? You know what I mean? Like you're you're giving, giving, giving. You're you're trying to make sure that your team yeah. is feeling appreciated and um, needed and seen and all those great things. Um, now you have your family, mm. um, your yeah. children, yeah. you know, that need you all the time. Yeah. Um, trying to spare some time for your husband. She's, you're, you're newly married. I it's know, not like your husband. Right. So you're newly married. And yeah. so how do you keep yourself, you know, you're keep, you, you've got all of these glasses on the table and you keep pouring, you know, yourself into these other glasses. How do you keep your picture yeah. full? 
Well, when I'm like slightly hunching here doing this, that's the tiredness that's yeah. coming up. But no, I mean, I think I love everything, first of all, right? I mean, <clears throat> love being there for my family, love the business. It's so ingrained in my life, yes, the business side of it. <laughs> yeah, that it, it's just, that's actually kind of my getaway right. in a lot of ways. Yep, like yep. working is something I know how to do and it's comfortable and I can yeah. control it. Being a new mom, on the other hand, is like, whew, all kinds of new things. Um but I love that too. I love being challenged. So yeah. it 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 feels right. But yeah, I guess um I have I, I can't even think of I have very little time for myself right now. Right. So um what I used to do when I had a good schedule before having a four month old, um, always is exercising and Key. trying to, you know, just have like that one little moment to feel good and feel like alone for mm-hmm. a second too. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, that's really I don't know. I guess I don't. I don't need a lot extra. I think to keep me full because what I've, what I'm doing and what I've Does always done, yeah, is so, so much. But, um, but yeah, Sam, my husband's definitely a little. He he's amazing, great support of everything you know that we've decided to do together. Right. And uh, just laughing, thinking about the fact that you know he always finds himself a little lower down, probably on the totem pole. Although our dogs right now are are uh, on the bad page because right. they and just the dogs. keep getting out of their the the fence, so Uh-oh. they're like they're way down now. <laughs> uh oh, in the doghouse. In the doghouse, yeah. literally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bad. Yeah. Bad dogs. Um. Yeah. And I love that the people, right? I guess people keep me going because yeah. I'm so fortunate that I get to talk to new. New people and the same people, right? So it's like I have those deep connections, but then I'm also always learning about why people want to live here. I know, right? And that's pretty cool to hear. Right. So I know. there's all these it, – it's such a great spot, and especially when people were fleeing other areas yes. like during the pandemic and, and they want to live here. That doesn't help with the demand problem. No, but, <laughs> but it's pretty cool because I get a lot of that also, you know, people wanting to have, you know, their business here. Um it's amazing to me how many folks who come to visit from um, the city, from New York, uh-huh. and they're like trying to find yeah, yeah, relocating here yeah. Um, it just kind of blows my mind. It's yeah. like wow. Yeah. We take I take we you know I appreciate the community and where we live. I love it, and I I never looked back once we got here. Yeah. But um. But it reminds me, you know, I know what a great place it is, but yeah. then when you hear it. From the outside, it's like, yeah. wow, it really is it's, great. Uh, yeah, it makes you really think about it. Where did you move from? I know you're supposed to be the one asking questions, but... <gasps> Russell. <laughs> okay, but before, prior, oh, were you... Oh, my husband and I are both away? from Suffield, Connecticut. Okay, so not yeah. too, not yeah, too, we were too always, far. No, but, no. Yeah. But it's amazing to me here in East Hampton, I've never felt the sense of community. Mm-hmm. And I feel wrapped. Yeah. Like a blanket in community. Yeah. I've never felt that. That's really cool. Community. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely. I mean, it. it I, I think that's so true. Yeah. Anywhere. I, I was recently interviewed um, as a part of a grant in Northampton, the Resilient Project. Oh, yeah. And they're interviewing some women, female entrepreneurs. And, and a lot of the questions were about how we felt, how I felt supported mm. and or what, what resources I thought were lacking or whatever. And it just, it occurred to me how supported I am after having that conversation. Right. And just also wanting to make sure other people feel that same way because it's definitely you know there there are plenty of people who want to help yeah. i think in this area yeah yeah it's amazing genuinely want to yeah the business community always amazes me yeah 
around that, yeah. you know. And I've said this a million times if I've said it once. It's it's I feel like businesses here um, want other businesses, even like businesses, to succeed. Exactly. They really want them to yeah. succeed. Yeah. The collaboration is yeah. huge yes. and noticeable. It's cool. So I'd like to know, what is the best business advice you've ever gotten? Best advice? Um get a lot of advice all the time. Do you? <laughs> I think, actually, I think um, it's funny because you have my notes that I wrote you, right? And so I don't know if I'm going totally off script for you, but... Yeah, um, there's no script. My, there's uh, no script. M- no, this is so, this has been an awesome conversation. My, I think the advice that's popping into my mind right now is um, Jen, who owns Fink in Paris. I met with a, a while, when I was sort of figuring out, when my dad and I were figuring out how, what we were going to when we grow up. Right. Um, how was I going to take over whatever was going to happen? I met with a lot of women. I wanted to meet with a lot of women who were so running their own businesses. smart that you did that. I f- yeah. I mean, I just always feel like I can learn from other people, of course. So, and you don't know what you don't know, right? Exactly. So the more you talk to people, hopefully you re- remember something. Um, so Jen said to me in that conversation, I think we were at Tandem Bagel, uh, to stay in your own lane. And that 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 was kind of a mantra that she had and that I love that um really has I probably say that to myself daily now you know am I staying is this and I think of it more as like is this on my my vision is this a part of my core value yes it's totally that am I on brand um because there's so many things that you can do now especially and a lot of times I think that I need and have to and want to do all of them. Right. So prioritizing, you know, what's really meaningful to me right. is a huge, a huge piece of the puzzle. And and also my dad, this isn't, um, well, I guess it's business advice. I mean, he's given me plenty of advice. <laughs> but one of his, we, ha- we call him Toddisms because yeah. he has all these phrases that he's used for years, um, is good business begets good business. Yes. And that... I really feel like at its core is the way that we do things in the business and also in life too, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like the be kind to your neighbor yeah. kind of thing. Karma. Yeah. People call it karma networking or whatever. Just right. So, am I staying? Am I am I doing things that are to my core value? And also, I think the the biggest core value that resonates to me is really that good business begets good business. Nice. Be kind to others, and it comes back to you and it and it does absolutely and I think that goes back to your dad's whole you know um lead by by example Mm -hmm. yeah you know if you just if you're living the life that way yeah you're just shining for others to say yeah I I get that I I, I, that's always been a big core thing for me too yeah yeah you know yeah walk the talk right show up yeah yeah he also says um Look sharp, feel sharp, be sharp. That's more of like a baseball coaching yeah, thing. Yeah, right. But <laughs> I like it. But yeah, show up, you know, be there for people. Yeah. Be present. I love it. What's the worst advice you've ever gotten? Worst advice? I Business advice. Yeah, I don't. Worst advice in life? No. Yeah. Um, business advice. I, I think I'm kind of drawing a blank. I don't know if I've ever gotten really bad business advice. Um Maybe just things that that draw me off that path of like staying in my lane, right? And I have the tendency to like I call it shiny object syndrome. Yes, me too. I'm like, oh, ooh, yeah. I could do that. I could yeah. do that. I could do that. Yeah. And sometimes we were talking about having enough energy. 
there's not enough energy. I don't have enough to put toward it in a meaningful way. Yeah. Um, and yet I, I still want to try because I want to be there and do everything. And you want to participate. Yeah. Yeah. Every, I get it. Every possible opportunity. So, yeah. So I think, you know, just focusing in on. I think that's the biggest gift. we One of the biggest gifts we can give ourselves. Boundaries. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. I yeah. mean, yeah, I want to do it all. Right. Yeah. I want to be involved and yeah, I yeah. want to have the experience, right. but do I have the energy dollars to right. spend on it? Yeah. And the answer is most often no. Mm-hmm. Right. Or <laughs> in I a way that's no. going to be fulfilling, right? Because if you just say yes and well, show up. To you and the other person. Exactly. It's you know? not doing anyone a favor. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. Um, um, what is your currently, what is your biggest business challenge? Uh, biggest challenge, I think, is the market that we were talking about, right? Just <clears throat> the inventory, the environment that's happening right now, um, as far as rates being really volatile and increasing. It's just, it's a lot of... Um, Controlling what you control. Yeah, exactly. I can only control what I can control. Mm. And um, and I think, you know, it's it's challenging because we have to be so much more in tune with every conversation that we're having, everything that we're updating people on, making sure they understand, you know, Mortgage rates are increasing. House prices are increasing. Are you comfortable with the budget today? Yeah. You need to have wiggle room because when you find a house in one to 20 months, it could be a lot more than than what's going on. So Right, right. Yeah. It's so, crazy how yeah. fast. Yeah. And it'll, it'll settle. I mean, this has happened before. Everything, housing market's always cyclical. It'll calm down. Things will, will level out. And, and um, we're so lucky in this area because people want to live here. So we don't see the huge swings in property values that other places might see. Right. Because it, you know, it's not like there's going to be probably knock on wood, some like mass selling in this area, right? right? People, and and honestly, if there is, there's enough buyers to to fill all of those houses. Um, But yeah, the challenge I think is, is controlling what, what I can control. And, and also just, um, Making sure that I'm telling the story in the right way. I'm always really conscious of. Um, I would say that that challenges me, but in a good way, right? Like I want, I appreciate the challenge to be able to speak our why mm. and and speak our customers' why mm-hmm. and just show how we're guiding them to their home ownership goals. Um, and it can be challenging just because of the the variety of means that we can market through, right? Right. How, again, how do I pick the the path that's right. the best way. Right, the right product, the right so, option. Yeah. Right, and yeah. it's so emotionally charged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, by the time you get to the end of that process, you're just like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Somebody right. just... Yeah. Get the lazy boy for me and put it in the living totally. room. I don't even care where it is anymore. Yeah, yeah. and there's a lot of... Um, I don't want to say buyer's remorse, but in a way, because people are, <sighs> are out there looking for houses sometimes for... Like I just had somebody who's been looking for three years. Oh God! Who finally got their, their offer, and they were particular about where they right. wanted to be and everything too. Um, well, that's good. They were patient. Yes, they were patient. They had a, they were fine, but but at the same time, it was kind of like they finally got the right house, the right location, the right offer, and then they did have that split second of like, you know, whoa, is this really happening? Right. Um. And so having those conversations, you know, again, making people feel comfortable is is a big piece of the puzzle and, and can be challenging. And secure. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a big deal. Um, what trend in, since 2020 
has accelerated for your business. Um, yeah. And has created, you know, um, in response to the challenge of the pandemic. What? Yeah. Is there? Yeah. I mean, we were mostly, uh, we had the capabilities of doing things electronically before the pandemic, but certainly that just switched everything into full throttle, electronic signatures, everything, all the way down to, uh, we were talking about people wanting to relocate to live here. Right. Some realtors now are doing showings over FaceTime, um, home inspections over FaceTime. So all the really? digital, yeah, the digital capabilities are, are huge. And I doing think that inspections would be tough. Yeah. Well, you have to really trust that, you know, that's where using a local trusted realtor is so yeah. important, a local home inspector of course yeah. is so important and yeah and um and it's been really cool actually to see though the way that that huh. technology has enhanced right the whole process yeah so i would say that's been probably the biggest biggest trend is just um i used to meet in person with with every single one of my customers and a lot of times people don't want to meet me which i you know i'm like it's okay i don't understand <laughs> they don't want to see me in person they want to meet I don't me get it. but <laughs> It's on the phone or in Zoom, and that's and in a lot of ways that's that is nice because it's you know sometimes more efficient, but um, right. but it's different. It's it definitely is different. A, a huge change. In, yeah, uh, energy change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in two D instead of three. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, what is the biggest insight that you've gained as a result of of COVID, either business wise or you know, in general, yeah, personally. This could go a lot of ways. Um, biggest insight, I think, uh, relating to business and my personal life, too, is just how important um, that family and home structure is for people because we literally had to be in our homes. We had to rely on our community to support us, to pivot. I know everyone hates that term now, but yeah. really pivot through what was happening. And I think that it just made me realize how important connections are, um, you know, in the home and extending out to mm -hmm. kind of that whole spider web effect. Mm -hmm. um, definitely, I, I saw a lot of people relying on each other in, in ways that wouldn't have happened if we all hadn't just gone right. I say gone through that, but really we're going through right. this same thing. Um, so yeah, I think just the connections and um, and and figuring out ways to connect that weren't just in person, right? So now it's like people are doing other things, Zoom video, mm -hmm. Zoom happy hours. I mean, I know people are all Zoomed out, but yeah. shooting a text where maybe you wouldn't have – just little things to mailing people little things. Um seen a lot of mail physical mailers coming back nice kind of as um you know just an extra like authentic personable thing touch. and yeah reach and, out yeah exactly so and touch someone yes literally yeah. i know <laughs> it's like craving that attention yeah, right <laughs> um so what's up what's next for you lindsey Barron, and applied mortgage yeah you know, uh, what's next for, for me and my team is the team, right? I've had – I've loved helping the rest of my team find their own success and, and taking kind of that spotlight, I guess, right, off of myself. Um, and, and that's really where I've been putting a lot of my energy is just helping the rest of my team do well in mm -hmm. the ways that they want to – whether it's in the business or, or their own lives, mm -hmm. um, and continuing to just have a team that, you know, 
does what we say we're going to do. All mm-hmm. of those important core values that we've we've always had. Help them shine. Yeah. Help them rise. Instilling those. Exactly. And um, and empowering them. Because it's, it's a great – I mean, I believe that real estate is a great career. It's a necessary – people it, – it empowers people as our consumers to own a home. That's really empowering. It also empowers our employees to be able to help that happen for mm-hmm. people. Um, so, yeah, just, you know – continuing to try to coach people to do that every day nice and be that little piece of somebody's home buying puzzle is pretty cool nice nice um so where can people find you and anywhere (laughs) anywhere (laughs) they can find us online on facebook uh wherever so our website is appliedmortgageteam.com nice that links up to all of our other digital media yeah we're usually out at community events too. Or and you also have a podcast that you do. We do. Yeah, yep. the Applied Mortgage Community Show. Nice. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So and they can where is it, where can there. they find that? Everywhere. I think I'm like, I okay. need to ask my tech people. Okay. I am actually <laughs> secretly not a technology person, no. even though I do a lot of digital media stuff. Right. But yeah, no, we're on all the main, main streaming things. All right. Yeah, YouTube Excellent. Too. So check yep. that out. So Many thanks, Lindsay, for Thank being you. here and taking time out of your busy schedule, your family schedule, to hang out with me yeah. for a little while. And this has been fun. And letting us get to know you a little bit better. And um, I want to thank also eMedia for partnering with us on this project and many others. We appreciate them beyond words. Um, if you'd like to know more about um, East Hampton Chamber, please check us out at easthamptonchamber.org. Um, likewise for eMedia, which is easthamptonmedia.org. And if you'd like to see past episodes of Drop the Mic and or Mind Your Own Business, you can uh, check that out. You can listen, watch anywhere that you get your um, podcasts and um, the Chamber YouTube channel as well as the eMedia YouTube channel. And be sure to smash that like button, share with all of your friends, and subscribe to us. And with that, peace out, people.